0: Hi, this is Kathy White. We're calling uh, our get-together blog today from Thornhill Real Estate Group in Whistler Village, beautiful Whistler Village, on Wednesday, July the 26th, 2017. And our other keynote speaker here is Anisa. Good afternoon, and we've had an amazing day. We've already been paddleboarding this morning and working in real estate this afternoon.
1: Uh, I found an amazing optometrist today who deals with concussions. So. Uh, very happy with that too. So yeah, it's been a really day of really interesting things happening. And to great, finally meet Penny here as well, who's our (laughs) guest today. Thank
2: you.
0: So maybe Penny, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience and just tell us a little bit of background as to what brought you to Whistler?
2: Oh, um, like pretty much a lot of us, the skiing, the skiing, mm-hmm. and the skiing. <laughs> <laughs> That's I grew, I grew up on skis. My father was an Olympic athlete for Austria, and I was on skis when I was about a year and a half old, and wow. I think I could barely stand up, but the ski boots and everything just sort of held me up. Um, so I would race home after school just to get the last run. Uh, my parents owned a ski resort. So I wow. skiing was it's definitely in my blood. So that's, wonderful! that's what brought me to Whistler. Nice. So what are the three most important things we should know about you? The three most important things that um, I think out of everything, as my mom always calls me, the. I've been an artist all my life as well too, and that I was born with skis, but um, <laughs> that I'm crazy creative, that uh, my mind never stops creating and, and imagining things. Cool. The other thing is I'm passionate about everything that I do. I'm passionate about the arts. I'm passionate about skiing. I'm passionate about lifestyle. And I'm passionate about teaching other people. And number three. And number three is I'm a lover of life. <laughs> <laughs> and my three dogs.
1: <laughs> that seems to be a, a common theme of people that choose to live to Whistler, move, like move to Whistler, I find, is that if you want to complain about the place, like I made a a random wrong move on Facebook the other day and people are like, you can leave if you're not happy here. (laughs) It's, it's, it's really a general attitude. Like if you can't find something to be happy about here or passionate about, move on, which I don't, you know, it's honestly, it's sometimes I kind of, I'll say something like that. And then I kind of reflect and go, yeah, like, let's go back out there and find something fun to do.
2: Yeah,
1: And like, I know a lot of us, for example, I've talked to a few people in the last couple of days who are already, like, I was w- watching snow videos of me and the cat going, we were watching somebody walk back to, the, the tracks from somebody walk back to staff housing and the snow cat going up with a groomer. And then I was looking at pictures of the snow falling. So I think we all have a mutual passion for snow, <laughs> culture, the arts, yeah. um, getting together, generally. I mean, there is there is that certain group of people that you never see. They don't come into the village. They don't necessarily socialize. We see them at
0: masters. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> people,
1: like, so who lives in Whistler? I'm like, well, we actually have about three different communities. That's yes. really kind of how I describe yeah. it. So. Yeah.
0: And it's wonderful to share our mutual love in the group here of arts and culture in Whistler. and With my background in tourism marketing, uh, certainly to see the growth of the year-round activities here in the resort, too. Mm-hmm to encourage everyone from all ages in life to try and get out and do like the children's festival is a way of introducing some art into the visitors and the local residents connecting. And I think Penny is so great in our community about connecting the residents who live here and the visitors with all the wonderful programs, the connection of the artists that you have over the Mm -hmm. years and your love of the resort. And it comes through from all the artists that you've brought to our community. And in our real estate houses throughout Whistler is seeing all these beautiful pieces of artwork, tile work, glass work in all the homes around Whistler when we're working with clients looking to uh, buy or even sell their homes that some of your pieces are up there and I go, that's Penny's piece, <laughs> that's
2: Penny's
0: artwork. That's
2: so wonderful to hear. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You left your mark.
0: mark. You. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think art is a legacy. It's a legacy Mm -hmm. to our community. And I find that trying to connect with um, artisans on a daily basis is what you're thinking of bringing to the community next where you Mm -hmm. actually have an active and live engagement on a regular basis (laughs) with not only the residents of the community but the visitors from all the vale resorts or from any resort around the world as we see our summer visitor traffic starting to increase almost equal to the winter traffic and there is really no downtime in our mountain resort anymore Mm -mm. and i'm sure you've seen that Well, I get get
1: to actually see the bookings because I I work at one, one of the hotels on the weekends and it's amazing to see that there really hasn't been a huge difference. It's just that we have shorter stays in the summer, but we have more of them. But there's mm-hmm. still just as many people coming
2: through. Well, and I think everybody who's come here, like myself, for the skiing. I mean, the skiing is what brought us here, but it's the summers that keep us here. Mm-hmm. And and I think what you said about the visitors throughout the summer is actually, I think, last year was they probably the same amount of visitors in the summer than there was in that past winter. Mm-hmm. Um, that may change from this year after being such a wonderful ski year as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the there is no off season anymore Mm -hmm. and you know as a longtime local i kind of look forward to that little bit of off season where you know we can park wherever we want and we can actually walk to where we need to and um there's no when you get the park wherever you want thing figured out let me know (laughs) i
1: mean that used to be that used to be i spent half an hour (laughs) looking for
2: parking today that used to be. That's where there's no shoulder seasons anymore. Yeah, I mean it just rolls right into one. And I have to thank the municipality for that as well too. They brought in that um, the uh, the Go Fest, and I've been with the Go Fest from day one, and it's just wonderful to see the change of people that come starting at the May twenty fourth weekend, and it's more families, and it's more groups, and it's just a a really wonderful. Event, a homegrown event that the uh, that the municipality has put on, and when we did, uh, we found that in Vail, they actually have the GoPro Fest,
1: oh, okay. which is really cool. So yeah. there there actually are a lot of matching events. We've been online looking every time we mm-hmm. talk to someone like you, or whatever we going to try and look for the matching
2: yeah.
1: business or event in Vail. and mm-hmm. it's amazing what what you can find. Mm-hmm. And I think that with the summer season, I think even just the outdoor like we just went um, paddling this morning with Whistler Eco Tours. And since I've moved here even from last summer, they've increased what they're doing yes. even. Like they've got more boats, they have more of everything with the Canadian tours as well. Like they're cheap tours. They're mm-hmm. it's amazing
2: what you can do in the summertime and, here. And Tag as well too. I mean they've got this wonderful niche up there and, and you TAG? know TAG, the Tour the Adventure Group. Like, right. Up that's River right. Mountain. That's right. um and just a really wonderful run uh, business as well too. And um, yeah, there's just so many things to do, and quite honestly, if somebody ever says to me that they're bored, I'm like, oh my goodness, how can you be bored in this town? You know, have they're... to actually take a time out. <laughs> yes, yes, and, you know, I, yeah, so brings me to their next question.
0: So, um, yeah. as, as Penny is an independent art consultant here in Whistler, one of the great things that we often see here featured in the artistry of Whistler is the thought that are you seeing more artists expand from other communities coming into Whistler or is it mainly BC artists that you like to, that you see featured here in the resort or are you feeling a connection of inquiries from US artists coming up this way? from the Vale Resorts, we did just for have example.
1: One I saw it mentioned in The Peak, actually there was a US artist that came up that had some sort of following that got featured.
2: Yeah. Circles.
1: I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> he did oh that did yeah. circles. <clears throat> He's famous for his circles. Maybe at some point we can make a reference in there when we do yeah. the write up.
2: Um, you know what I think? Running a curating a, the art gallery was uh, interesting because on a daily basis I would get people that would come into the art gallery and asking if they could show their artwork in here, if they could get representation, and it wasn't just from the U.S. but it was from all over. Um, what I find in my in the years that I've worked in the galleries is people come here. And they enjoy what we have so much and they want to take artwork home with them that reminds them of B.C., Mm. that reminds them of Whistler. And then people who have second homes here is what they love to have B.C. They don't want an artist that they if they come from Mm. San Francisco or New York, they don't want to have an artist that has no connection within Whistler. Um, so there's a smell and there's a feel and there's an emotion that you get when you look at an artist that is actually in the throngs of the beauty of bc Mm -hmm. and that is transposed into the artwork that they that they produce Mm. and which goes back to the group of seven um you know they were they were renowned for being you could smell you could taste you could even hear see what environment they were hanging out in when they were doing
1: their paintings yes
2: they were called the barbarians by the established art community at that time and there's and we actually
1: have an aboriginal group of seven as well which is interesting too Mm -hmm. so
2: yeah, so there's a there's a portion of the artwork that's from BC, and it's it's the best value in artwork from around the world. Uh, BC and Canadian art is by far hmm. undervalued for the skill level that they all have. Hmm. Interesting. So in what you do, because you, you
1: you you work and you play, what what is work and what is play for you, or as it, it sounds like you have such a passion for everything that you do, there's probably a very very thin line, thin, <laughs> thin veil
2: between well, work and play. On my, on my, what I wrote down is there is no difference because if it's work, then it can't be like it, it's, it's not fun. Then why? Then why, <laughs> exactly. And so if it feels like work, then it, then it shouldn't be work. Right. Then it shouldn't be what you're doing. So for me, there is no difference. I have to have that, that love of everything that I'm doing. and um, yeah. Huh. And if I don't, then it shows up in what you create.
0: Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It doesn't have the same thing. If you could pick one book that everyone should read or have in their library, what would it be? Gosh, I had it. It took a while for me to put that mm-hmm. one
2: down, but. Um, I kind of go to it, um, and I have it on an audiobook and I have it, I've lent it out to so many people, and it's called The Four Agreements. Oh, that's um one of my favorites. Yes, and then it's, a, it's like a, a really hard line between mm. The Four Agreements and then, you know, A Woman's Worth, which is by mm. Mariana Williamson, which mm. I listen to quite often as well, too. Um, mm. Which is, you know, it just is, it's fulfilling. For me. So, I, and, um, I mean, I'm, okay, number two is don't take anything personally. It's like, that's the hardest one for me. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. all the other ones is always do your best. Uh, You know, it's, it's a, it's like a Bible for me. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. It's one of my favorite ones that I give away to people, actually. So, it rings a bell. But I've never heard of a Woman's worth, and I, I have a women's group, so I should probably
2: go you, read that. <laughs> oh, You would love it, you would love it. And I find if you listen to it, and she did another one that was uh right when um it, it oh, Mariana Williamson did it, and it's about her coming of age like she was turning 50 and she did it. Um, uh, and it is like if not now, when you know, mm-hmm. you've been getting grabbing all this experience from the years and years and years that you've. Um, been a woman and now it is the time to hone all those not to step back and let the younger generation do it you've got the passion and you've got the knowledge so put it to work yeah and I find a lot of women in
1: Whistler doing that too which is kind of cool
2: yeah there's two sides there's two sides there's the highly competitive so there's a lot of type A personalities in this mm-hmm. town and um, I don't know if you guys know but I also ski patrol too and I oh, have been ski patrolling for like 20 years so mm. um, there's a lot of type A personalities dealing with that where they have to be first they have to be the best they have to be and then they wear themselves out pretty quickly and there's no balance between the creative side and the hmm. type A personality. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. So I yeah. think it's a matter of yeah. just
1: attracting the right women with the right mentality into, right. into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have to actually ask you this question. What's the favorite thing that you would like to do in Whistler?
2: Create a community. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, the, my most favorite thing to do, is uh, I think that way we well, missed that one question, is what, um, if you could pick one book. Nope. Is there something you want others to help to achieve or you, you see support need support, by? which is creating a community? Yeah. And we talked a little bit about yeah. that one. I think so. it's part of what we're doing here, too. Yeah, yeah, so. I hope so. Like a collaborative. I love collaboration.
0: So um, maybe if you could just outline a little bit. We were talking about it earlier, but maybe just outline what's your thought on that community? What is the mm. arts and cultural community of Whisser? How could you,
1: what would one step that you feel, that we could help you with, yeah. what would one step be? Yeah.
2: One step, I would love to see, um, I would love to see a space where we could all come, no matter what type of artwork you create, that everybody was welcome to come and just create. Yeah. A, That's what I had thought that the gallery space would be, because I had all the wine about arts, I had the... The sculpting workshops. I had other all kinds of workshops. I had pottery workshops, um, but it's not embraced with the community. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. just started doing pop up um, pop up art
1: studio just at Piccolo's, and it's amazing. People come in and the sense of satisfaction of just creating something for mm-hmm. an hour and a half. Yeah. And the the conversations that happen just when you're creative because you're you're letting you're just letting yourself loose for a bit. And 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 when you go and do something where there's a set time as well. You you know when you're gonna start, you know where you're gonna end. So there's no sense of this has to be a masterpiece or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. that I need to. Cre- I'm gonna sit down. And I'm gonna create for an hour and a half. And for me, like taking my bachelor of fine arts, um, that was my healing time. It was seven years that I went to school. And you know when people say they want therapy, I would say just go do some artwork. Yeah, it's the most healing thing. And and I think it can also heal a community.
2: I like, guess my roundabout point I is it can heal a community. I completely agree with you because I think that there's a part of us that are in this Type A personality community, from people come from around the world, they just want to see what people are like. It's just a home growing. They just want to see who lives here, how they live, why they live here, what do you create, do you sew, do you paint nails, do you make a tattoo, do you collect garbage and make it into a sculpture. There needs to be that, there's a disconnect between the community and the visitors.
0: So could it be something like utilizing the space, some space at the conference center, foyer area, Uh, but,
1: okay. A spot that shall not be named. A spot that shall not be named. A magical
0: spot that will soon appear. Yes. Let's say we find a place collaboratively. Yeah. For a pop-up art studio. Yeah. For the community as a base, similar to what they have in Banff, like the art center in Banff. (laughs) I would love to for years, and this is. Uh, I know you're not supposed to talk too much about your dreams, but
2: I have wanted to open up an art school in Whistler, the Whistler School of Arts. Um, <laughs> We're all high five. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was at the Vamp School of Fine Arts. I've studied it. My mother's gone there. I've gone there. It, why? The there's heck something can magic we have about that here? place.
1: I got to go there for the first time. But a There's something of mine.
2: magic about this place. Yeah, it can happen
1: here too. I was, yeah. I, I actually um, had a friend who was doing a practicum there this summer. And I, 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 was in Edmonton, and I rented a car at four in the morning and drove there just to have breakfast with her. Because we always said when we were in art school yeah. that we would meet there, and it was the only chance, right? Because mm-hmm.
2: it was, I just couldn't believe how amazing that space is.
0: So that is a great vision for the community. And I would
2: love it. I would love it. And uh, you know, I know, you know, I don't hmm. know, right where Myrtle Phillips started out, the Alta yeah. Lake
0: Art School. I mean, wouldn't the that? The point. Yeah. No, not the point. Not the point. It's yeah. not
2: zoned for that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't understand mm-hmm. how, anyways, that's another yeah.
0: story. So, uh, yeah, if we could find a venue for that mm-hmm. type of arts and cultural mm-hmm. aspect of our community yeah. that connects on a daily basis or, you know, on a regular basis. On a regular pro- basis. On a regular basis mm-hmm. with programs and communities mm-hmm. where not only the residents but the visitors of the community can connect and just... Yeah. Just enjoy each other's company. And, well, and watch I think there,
2: you know, quite mm-hmm. honestly, if we
0: put that together, mm-hmm. there would be
1: money available. Mm-hmm. They would be. Well, seeing how the mm-hmm. BAM Center of the Art funds itself was really mm-hmm. an eye opener, too. But just start. Just start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's start. That's yeah. magic. That part's the magic. Yeah. yeah. It would come. Yeah. But it's a project, product that you are rarely without.
2: If, if there's a, one thing. It's a really hard thing. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say my sketchbook. Meet. yeah my sketchbook
0: yeah and do you feel uh, inspiration when you stop at any particular park in the community like do you have a favorite place that you like to sketch from it's a secret place
2: <laughs> <laughs> if I tell too many people then it's going to become
1: overcrowded I think i um, paddled by it this morning <laughs>
0: You know, talking about our special places in Whistler, mm-hmm. this morning Anissa and I did paddle boarding, and I've been coming here to Whistler since I was five. Mm-hmm. I had never done paddle boarding in Whistler. It is a magical experience. It is, isn't and it? And it is the best grounding that a mm-hmm. person, one of the best grounding activities amongst mm-hmm. others that people can do in Whistler. I, I showed you my it. top secret location.
2: <laughs> well, when I was, um, at the end of the day, when I ski patrol, there's, um, a sweep, but we everybody knows we have to do these sweeps to make sure everybody's safe and off the mountain. And um, I found this one spot that I call it. Um, it's anyways, they've nicknamed it Penny's Pitch, and so oh, I'll go there. And it's you know one of the first places that. I did the, you know, the most amazing deep powder skiing, and it. So it's a place that I go to on the top of the mountain, mm. and it's just right off Rhapsody Bowl. Um, just, anyways, it's mm. we've nicknamed it Penny's Pitch. Nice. And so I'm doing this sweep, and we're all supposed to meet up, and you know it's timed and everything. And I get to the spot, and we have our radios on, and I get to the spot, and I just stop, and the world just stops at that location. And I remember being woken up by Penny. Uh, where you know, can we expect you anytime soon? Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what? So there is that spot on the top of the mountain. But I also have another little secret spot where it's just you know a little lagoon, and it's kind of. But <laughs> as I put here, it's like I'm anywhere walking in the woods with my three dogs. Right. It's um, they talk to me, the trees talk to me, mm-hmm. the leaves. It's just it's just uh, we call it forest bathing. Forest bathing. That's exactly what I call it. Forest yeah. bathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and one of the wonderful things uh, of skiing around the resorts, for example, at Jackson Hole, Wyoming, last year, I was skiing and I bumped into ski patrollers from Whistler Blackcomb. Yeah, they and do they an were exchange. doing an exchange, yep. mm-hmm. and I think exchanges between the ski resorts for the patrollers and even some of the staff would be mm-hmm. a great experience for. For them to learn about the ways that you're doing patrolling here and other mm-hmm. resorts, and the, things like that's
2: that. a wonderful program because they actually mm-hmm. get housed in a in with one of the patrollers, mm-hmm. and um, so I think there's usually two or three at a time that go mm-hmm. and do the exchange, and um, and it is also you know to Australia and mm-hmm. um, it's wonderful. We all get to meet them and hear do the, about the do different. The dogs get exchanged as well, like the, the dogs, any of the the, the, st- the rescue dogs. Um, I don't do know if the rescue one dogs one do that so much. Um, I know Gwen Millie. Uh, you know one of the trainers, the top trainers of the rescue dogs Mm -hmm. and she's a phenomenal person so she does travel and she sets up these um, avalanche training Mm -hmm. um, scenarios and um, sort of like a standard operating procedure for the
0: rescue dogs and she goes to all the different ski resorts as well too, in the states as well. And she's
1: from here? She is from
0: here. So when we have the Future Whistler Arts Center Mm -hmm. and we have the ability to maybe bring artists from Vail resorts an exchange mm-hmm. th- with Whistler artists, BC artists to do an exchange program or do a collaborative learning environment together as to maybe inviting some of them up to work and train and do artistry work mm-hmm. up here and then some of our BC artists go around the world to other Vale resorts and learn about what they're doing in yeah. those other resorts. Yeah would be a great opportunity. Maybe, would. Maybe
1: the veil vale Company needs to have an artist's reticence program. You know what, that just, like, <laughs>
2: my whole body just feels, mm. like, free, and, like, I, I know it's, like, a spiritual thing, story. but it is. Uh, it is it. There are so many hidden pieces of art in this town oh, that people don't even realize. I found the chair. The, oh, the storyteller's chair. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that That wonderful? is one of the most amazing pieces I've ever experienced,
1: because I was out just for a walk, <laughs> and I was on the back side, because I was yep. living at... at um, Lagoons. Lagoons. <laughs> and so I was walking around the backside, mm-hmm. and so I came up, it was just like, you know, you. It's like, oh, there's a little circle, and all of a sudden there's this chair sitting there,
2: and then you're reading it, and it's just, oh, it's stunning. It says once upon a time, and I think 12 different languages. Uh And then the the stones that walk up to it are like a fairy tale stone, so you can walk, and each one gets bigger and bigger as you get to the top. It's magical. It's magical, and it's meant to be um, a place to tell a story. But the other really cool thing about that is that's the... Very most amazing view of all of the corridors in Whistler. So you can sit on that storyteller's chair and look up to Blackcomb and look up to Whistler, and you can bring it all together.
0: And it's in behind the.
1: It's in the Stony Creek set set
2: of buildings. Do you know when you're driving, you're almost like, like. where the high steakhouse mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So if you look to the left, there's mm-hmm. like a little waterfall yeah, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's behind the waterfall. Well, and it's actually part of a
1: whole path.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you actually go between, what's the
1: park behind the library? Um, the... Uh, Florence. Florence, maybe Florence maybe. Yeah. So if you yeah. start at the library and you walk through there, mm-hmm. you'll see a, another sculpture.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Big, tall, skinny one. Don't ask me to remember right now. But then you walk across the street to a very cool water fountain, which is in front of a larger fountain which is all shut down in the winter time so if you're not here in the spring but they get it going and they the the, the city does a wonderful job I watched yeah. them bring it back to life over the winter and it was just like literally within a week they had so many people all over it and then you kept going so
2: that whole walk starts off at the um, uh, by Starbucks in the village uh-huh. so it is supposed to be the way the water would run off from the glaciers and it's like Kind of, a, It's a man-made, but it is all a theme that comes through the whole village that brings... It starts at the piece of artwork we were talking about. That's right. <laughs> so it starts right there and then kind of rolls all the way through the village, and then all of the pieces that are along there are all... It's wayfinding. So on that one bridge, um, all those pieces are made... The little, the, the little tools. The little tools, and they're, they're made to resemble... Um, older pieces of wayfinding, Those so there's like binoculars, pieces, there's almost. little yeah. points. All it, it's yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful, Ooh. and it is Kevin McFarland who initiated that and mm. who brought that to light. Mm. And it is a most beautiful, and hardly anybody knows about it. Mm. Yeah,
0: unless they take my art tour, of course.
2: Mm. Or they so to cat. <laughs> that
0: would be possibly part of your independent art right. consulting work That's is right. working with the conference groups that come to Whistler right. yeah. uh, to take them on a walking tour mm-hmm. as part of a convention group that comes to Whistler. Mm-hmm. As um, It's such a wonderful thing from my experience, my personal experience of doing pottery and wine classes <laughs> with Penny is getting away from my work, getting away from doing sports all the time like I like to do and reconnecting with art. For me it was a real eye-opener because my grade 10 teacher told me I'd never be good at art so I stopped doing art and it was the worst Mm -hmm. thing I could have done because it brings that other creative side of your mind, of your body, of your experience in life and opens up your eyes to just enjoying all the cultural pleasures of Mm -hmm. life along with the sports that are available in Whistler. But it opens your eyes to just relaxing and reconnecting with self.
2: Well, it really is interesting to hear that from Mm -hmm. you, because if you read the book, my favorite book, The Four Agreements, Mm -hmm. there is a section in there about how, as children, we are told um, what to do, how to do it, and if we don't do it like the square box people have told us to do, Mm -hmm. then we don't do it anymore. We lose that... that joy Mm -hmm. that we have in just simply creating, whether it's a dinosaur that looks like a a toad or whether it's a toad that looks like a ski hill, you know, (laughs) it doesn't
0: matter what what it is. It's the creative. It's the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, it's the process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, we always like to wrap up our statements. Um, Where do you hope to see, um, let's do this. What do you do now? You hope you can be doing 10 to 20 years from now. Exactly what I'm doing.
2: (laughs) I think a lot of us are in that spot. Well, you know, like I can just, I would just love to be able to share more collaborative artworks. I would love to be able to, you know, do more of my sculptures. I would love to, on a personal level, Mm -hmm. that's what I would like to do. And I think we talked about that Mm -hmm. briefly before. But on a bigger scale, I want to bring the the love that I have for art and culture Mm -hmm. to the masses. Beautiful. So
1: we always also end with a life hack. Mm -hmm. Because we we, I think we all have little things in our life Mm -hmm. that got us to where we are. Yeah. And
2: would you like to start? Well a life hack. You know, I had to the other day when I was with my with Brenda and she said, you know I've had a series of the rug being pulled out from underneath me, and she said, so what's the good part that's come out of all of this? And I have to say, it's having more of a a trust in myself, Mm -hmm. listening to actions before you hear the words. So that is, I guess if I have to say a life hack, is trust in yourself.
0: Mm, It's beautiful. Yeah. One of the life hacks I learned today from paddleboarding was just before I had come out to paddleboard I had reviewed about 10 emails for real estate clients and there was a lot of involved conversation and replies to these emails and and they were dictating my mindset yeah, how I replied to those emails and then going out paddleboarding it reset my mindset to a better, positive frame of mind. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting how just taking a break from work, going for a walk in the forest, creating a piece of art, enjoying a piece of art, meeting with an artist in our community, pulling back from that mindset to a more positive mindset just by taking a walk through the village or whatever, looking Mm. at a mountain, looking at a piece of art just changed my whole day. Yeah. What's yours, Anissa? Hmm, It's
1: changed a couple times since you were talking, just tuning into (laughs) what you're saying. But, um, I took seven years of piano as a kid. So I've always had this interest in music and I always felt terrible about it because I was never gifted. Um, so I had my first cello lesson yesterday morning with an amazing person that I found in Vancouver through, mutual friends and stuff and um just that sense of accomplishment of doing something that it was always on my bucket list to take music lessons when i retired and i'm 46 years old and i finally started something so it's like if you're dreaming about it just do it yeah and, and just take that fear of being crappy out of it so i learned the c major scale and it was just it was so beautiful and so satisfying to just do it and just show up for myself mm-hmm. and then also scare the crap out of myself by go sitting on a bench in the ocean like out uh, looking at the ocean in the park c- covered with tourists and i just sat there and redid it the c major scale and just scared myself a little so like just get out of your comfort zone a little bit sometimes is is huge mm-hmm. because you grow when you get make yourself uncomfortable you grow, you you grow. grow. and just it, Going to a teacher, like having someone teach me something new at 46, Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, this is great. I'm a grandmother. I'm I'm supposed to be the teacher, but it's like, no, there's always so much more to learn. So just getting uncomfortable and going, learning something new, it's never going to get old. And that would be my, Mm. if you're thinking about doing it, just go do it.
0: So to wrap up our conversation today, we are going to post some websites that you can connect with our group for mm-hmm. epic lifestyles, <laughs> living in mountain resort towns. We, we love connecting with resorts around the world and our neighbors through the Vale Resorts that own Whistler-Blackcomb in the area here, and, and we welcome all the visitors and residents in our community to connect, not only in sports, arts and culture, friendship, and we hope that we get a chance to meet you in the near future.